prove this message. RTTV, RTTV is sponsored by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it at expressvpn.com slash rooster. Thanks, ExpressVPN, for sponsoring RTTV. Hey, everyone, welcome to the Receipt Podcast. I'm Gus. Oh, I'm Gavin. I'm Drew. I'm Gus, too. Maybe. No, I'm, Gus. I'm Gus, three. They decided that uh, Gavin's the best looking for. Okay, there you go. Wow, that's a that's a scary mask. That that proportion on it, it's it's out of proportion. It's way too big. Dude, it is so big and so uncomfortable. <laughs> like, not the way it feels, but the way it looks. Just like the your way, mouth yeah, is. I, I, tr- huge. I, I get it. I know it's uncomfortable. I see it every it, day. It's weird. It's like the when you look at the mask not on someone's face, it's like oh that's you know that's Gus's face, and then when it goes onto someone else's face. The entire thing changes. It all it's, looks wrong. It's the five o'clock shadow that gets me. It just is too <laughs> macro. It's too much. Too many little hairs. I can, I can count them. I think the thing that throws me off is uh, the bottom of your glasses are showing, and I don't wear glasses, yeah. so it's just like. <laughs> <this> is... <laughs> Have you worn it, Gus, and aligned the glasses to the glasses on the mask? Um, I wore it with the wrong glasses. Uh, I don't have the correct <laughs> glasses. I don't have I don't have that mask or the correct glasses nearby, or I'd go grab wow. them. Uh, but yeah, so it's uh, it was it was definitely way more terror inducing than I expected. But I'll, I will take exception. Rooster Teeth, when they posted on social media, they said it's better to wear a scary mask than no mask at all. <laughs> why is it like why is it scary? Like what's this low level shade that's being thrown at me? You got admit by, it's our own social media. It's terrifying. You do you not see that it's terrifying? On any... It's my face. Why would they call my face scary? Because I think, slightly I think too bottom... big. I think if you did that to anyone's of... face. Yeah, anyone's bottom half of their face as a mask would be scary, I think. It looks Just because like, it's like, uh, it doesn't match. Looks like bow selector. No, no one in this like, podcast has seen that. None. Nope. I don't have my ears exposed. No idea what that is. What if I just did the entire podcast like this and you guys always <laughs> thought I was like smiling I'd, at what you were I'd saying? I'd hang up. I'd hang up right now. I can't. Anyone... I can't. <laughs> <laughs> has anyone got anything they want to complain about? Oh, uh, <laughs> you, sure both of you. On this podcast, it's it's been 606 episodes. We've been so good about not complaining. Why would we start now and break that streak? It's a good point. Let's not complain. Yeah. All right. So I, uh, Gavin is I, doing right. this to me on purpose because I went in the chat right before the podcast and I was like, guys, hang on, keep watching because both Gus and Gavin have something to complain about. It's sure to be juicy. And then you guys. <laughs> called me out on it and now gavin uh, spe- knows <laughs> so speaking of which if uh if people want to watch live they can at receipt.com you can make a free account i've got chat right over here and uh I'm, I'm watching it you can come and talk to us and we'll uh we'll interact with you guys so we're live mondays at uh, 5 p.m central time 5 to 6 30 or so at receipt.com come make a free account hang out uh who is this a front to nature says that mask looks like serial killer's mask from the purge thank you i appreciate that <laughs> uh, I- <laughs> I, I, I ran into Drew. So what was it last week? Oh, I we talked ran about in- how I ran in. Yeah. I ran into someone for the first time from Rooster Teeth out at the grocery store. Well, this past weekend was it for, on Friday? It I ran Friday. into Drew. We were going to the liquor, the liquor store, store, right? At the liquor store, we were still party on the weekend. <laughs> Duh. Which I didn't even buy alcohol. It was spec, so I was buying a bunch of like cheese and bullshit. Uh, finer foods and goods. <laughs> finer, finer foods. Yeah. You, finer you got foods. cheese. You got booze. You got bullshit. They got yeah. everything. I. I'm sorry. I don't want to hijack your story here, Gus, but some no, 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 some magic shit happened in that encounter at Specs. First of all, me and Gus have the exact same social like uh, 
graces, I guess you call it. Just like the whole time we saw each other from far away and both of us kind of went like, I think that's, man, I think that's him. <laughs> and then as we got closer, like, no, it's definitely him. We're definitely going to have to talk. Oh, crap. <laughs> and then, and then it, like, we both went, I thought that was you, but nobody has stopped moving the whole time. Yeah. We're, we're both the whole time. The still yeah. And so I walk in first and then he tries to, he's like, have you met my wife Esther before? And I was like, yeah, we met at Comic-Con still moving, still not stopping <laughs> no, no, every, and still maintaining a six foot distance in masks the whole time. And then like, I'm like now looking over my shoulder being like, yeah, great to see you. Glad you're in person. Hello. How are you? And then I assume, cause I'm going to go buy some clearly Canadian again, finer foods, delicious beverage. I assume, yeah, yeah. and it's over. It's over in the beer aisle. So I assume now we're gonna have to do that really awkward, like super bad thing where we both awkwardly walk to the beer aisle. But then he fucking vanishes, and I never see him <laughs> again. Like he's, go I turn around, I'm in the beer aisle. I'm like, clearly he's got to be here. No, and then I had to go buy finer foods around the store. Never seen again. I don't. I didn't <laughs> you know see him what, Drew? That happened to me with Gus at a Target. I don't, I don't know how. He, does he have special rich people like he must under, have Target? Know. Is there smoke bombs? So just like I just dropped. I yeah, was I, at a Target and I saw I think four different people from Rooster Teeth that day. This was like probably a year ago at this point. And I saw Gus and Esther there, and I was like, oh hey, blah blah blah. And then like we were still walking around the same area, and I never saw them again. Just, and usually, I, I don't know Gus if you were like, fuck someone here that we know. I need to like get the fuck out of here. So I don't talk to them ever again. But it was so weird. You disappeared. I, I think when I ran into you, we were about to leave, if I remember right. It's been a while. It's, that was in the old days before COVID. So I don't remember very well anymore. <laughs> it's days. been It's been decades since then. In the before uh, time. But I think, I, I think we were on our way out at that point. With Drew, what happened was, well, what I needed was just immediately to the right of the store, right by the front door. So it's like we walked in. And then immediately I just went to the right, picked up what I needed, and then left. Like, well, paid for it, and then left. So uh, that's why I, I, got, I disappeared immediately I assumed, from, from Drew's I assumed side. you went to Wines. I assumed you were over in, like, maybe the <laughs> liquor aisle. I was like, I'm going to run into him again at least one more time. No. But it was flashbang gone. gone. You know how um, one thing. in Zelda, is it Zelda where you could use the rope to just go back to the beginning of a dungeon? I think so. You could do it in Pokemon, too. But yeah. I, I reckon Gus has something like that, but he doesn't use it for emergencies, like finding his way out of a cave because he's lost he just goes to the front of a store if he recognizes an employee <laughs> the gotta go he just eject yep bye Time to get the it's, fuck it's, out of here i get out of uh awkward social situations right? yeah I, I will say like i didn't i felt relieved at how we both were the exact same level of like awkwardly social like it was the it was like i didn't feel put out i didn't feel like i wasn't doing enough like i felt like we were doing the exact same amount. And I was like, this is perfect. If every social interaction was like this, I'd be in heaven all the I, time. I was I was really shocked. Like at first I was like, is that Drew? Then no, that's not Drew. Then that's definitely no. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. I felt like the kombucha girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like a range of emotions. And then we're like, oh yeah, it is it is Drew. It's amazing. Like just like having that mask on, how uh how difficult it is to tell. You had sunglasses on too, didn't you? I think yeah. you had reflective sunglasses and, on as well. And also which was like even more difficult. Reflective sunglasses and then also shorts, which I don't ever like Whoa. don't do Who at are work. You? Exactly. There was there was plus we had, we had I think we had literally just finished filming something too. I think we had filmed something together. I think I went straight to the liquor store or like right very quickly afterwards. So it was weird that I had just seen you on camera. Right. And then I just saw it ran into you in person. So does, has this happened to you? When did this start for you, Gus? Like if 
like you were very good friends with Jeff back in the day. If you'd bumped into Jeff in a supermarket, would you have done the same then, or would that have been like a hangout and chat? Oh no, it would have been exactly the same. There should be it rules. Like, oh hey, what's up? And then boom, gone. <laughs> there should be rules about like seeing someone in a supermarket. It should like there should the be a hand symbol the, or like the, just some sort of like I see you. Yep, the, I'm not talking to you. The, like the absolute worst was years ago. Once I ran into Brandon Farmahini at HEB. And we were doing that thing where we were coming down the aisles in opposite directions and uh, meeting each other and talking and then going through the aisle and then the next aisle running into each oh. other again, coming from the opposite directions. And then it was just like, uh, I don't want to do it. Like I had to go to a different part of the store because I didn't want to keep running into him. <laughs> you guys were shopping in the same sequences? Right. We were going down the aisle in the same order. I, I feel like with you, Gus, like what what Gavin asked before about Jeff, I feel like with you... Any type of social interaction, no matter how well you know the person, I feel like any social interaction you want to have planned. So if it's something that oh, is yeah, out of the sure. ordinary, it's like you don't want friendship at that point in time. Well, you just want... <laughs> I, and I, I'd say even human contact or interaction, like, let's abstract <laughs> it further from friendship. Like, Yeah, uh, just any type of uh, acknowledgement of your presence. So what yeah. would you do if, if you bumped into me in a supermarket and you had like a, a shopping cart full of goods and i just climbed into it and sat in it with all your stuff what would you do i'd probably just leave the cart there and walk <laughs> out like like it's gavin's cart now it's not mine anymore <laughs> and then i would just have to buy all the stuff that you chose and i guess let yeah. you know how it all turned out yeah i, I, I buy quality stuff hopefully you're into uh plant-based food oh yeah i'll give it oh go. man Still i vegan, uh, huh? I, uh, for the most part, just like once a, once a, one meal a week, typically like, yeah, one meal a week typically is not, uh, man, I had a, I did, I did something fucking dumb last week. Uh, I meant to talk about it on the last podcast, but I didn't, I had some groceries in my car and they were on the front seat of my car. Like I had, you know, when you, we have to have, we have those reusable bags here in Austin. So I had like a cloth reusable bag filled with groceries in the passenger seat of my car and I was driving. And as I was driving, I was thinking, oh, I can really smell the pickles from my groceries, that jar of pickles. Uh, those pickles smell really good. And I just kept driving, got all the way home, and then went to take my bag of groceries off of the passenger seat. And the pickles had opened and spilled an entire jar of pickle juice no. everywhere. Like All over the bag your electric was so, car. Yeah, my car, the car seat was like a swimming pool of pickle juice. Like I picked up, it was just like dripping. And there was just like a reservoir of pickle oh. juice on the car seat. I was like, fuck. So, of course, like I had to <laughs> do my best to like wipe it all up and dry it all out. But it's pickle. It stinks like vinegar or what, you know, like that brine solution from pickles. So it's like, then I had to like try to Febreze it and like trying all these different things. I've been leaving my windows open for days trying to get the smell <laughs> of pickle juice out of my car. And then like later that day, I went and turned on my car and then it gave me an error message that the passenger restraint system didn't work anymore because apparently it must have pickle juice all in it. <laughs> so I got a schedule. juice I, on your car. Right. I have to go to the fucking car dealership so they can fix my fucking seatbelt like, in my car because like I spilled pickle juice. dropping your iPhone juice. in a pool. <laughs> A pill of pickle juice. What what size pickles are we talking here? Like what? How many ounces? Like are we talking like the? Are we talking like the the best made like? No, it's, big girl it's like movie a, theater pickles. Are we talking like? No, it's it's like a plastic tub of pickles. It's those Grillo's pickles. Um, it might have been oh, if I had to guess, yeah. like thirty two ounces of juice. Yeah, it's a lot of juice in there. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah. Anyone yeah. else it, craving pickles right now except me? No, they're really good pickles. I no. love pickles. I love yeah, me them. Me too. I probably don't want the smell of it uh, wafting in my car at all times, so I don't blame it's, you on that. It's mostly gone. It's 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 uh, it's under control at this point. But man, it what a fucking nightmare. So did it fucking short pickles. out the sensor or something, or like damage the electronics somehow? I maybe I think so. The air doesn't come on all the time anymore, so maybe it's finally drying out. <laughs> uh, but they, I still, I gotta have them take a look at it. I don't want like the the seatbelt. I don't want the safety systems to not work because I spilled fucking pickles. Oh my God, <laughs> now, now I just want one of those little air freshener, the tree shaped air fresheners, but it's a pick. It's a pickle. <laughs> <laughs> and it just any... it has sunglasses on it. It says "Deal with it." <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> nice. Um, does anybody, again, not, Ga Gav not Gavin, but does anybody use those car air fresheners? Like the pine tree one or the, you do? Oh yeah. I'm a grandfather. I have a funny story about those. Uh, Drew, I want to hear your story, uh, story about these. I just used We them. ordered it. <laughs> 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 Go ahead. Uh, we order Instacart to get our groceries and our Instacart order came this week and it had a bunch of those little like car candle freshener things that you hang from your, I guess, mirror or something like that, that we didn't order. And obviously we're not really driving anywhere, so we didn't really know what to do with them. So we just hung them by our trash can because when it's full, it starts to get stinky. So we just hung the little car air fresheners right by the trash can. But that happened this week. So it's funny that you brought that up. That's, I've never had them before. That's some like post-apocalypse <laughs> shit. Like that's like now that we're in like the end times, it's like, what are we going to do with all these air Put them by the trash. Like, <laughs> Put them by the trash. Yeah. We're in We've here all the time smelling yeah. our trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I've never, I've never liked those car freshners. I think they're always way too strong. I'm, I'm shocked to hear that Drew uses one. I feel. Like... I mean, like for the first two weeks, you almost throw up every time you get in the car. It's like, yeah. why is... And then they always have like goofy fucking names, like leather satchel or like green, green mean green or whatever. And then but yeah, you're like... also you're also the kind of person who keeps just like full mugs, like from the kitchen and stuff in your car. <laughs> I always forget. I, I bought a new car, Gavin, and I keep okay. it very clean. I had to drive Gavin one time. Well, I don't want to shame. Place. I don't want to shame your car because oh, you know you were kind enough to give me a ride. That was just that so hole. funny. I've, I've never seen. <laughs> like non cardboard cups in a car they were just like full mugs it made me oh, i was it cracking up the I, entire I, way i just would like on my way to work back when i was freelance <laughs> i would have a cup of coffee from the kitchen and then get to work and i'd throw it on the floor and then so gavin goes to get in my car and there's like nine or ten like ceramic mugs just like nine or ten surely they're all gonna get all chipped and stuff while using mugs yeah they roll around back there how do they not get chipped? i, I don't know they just never did <laughs> It was so funny to me. I think it was like a 10 minute car journey and I was cracking up for like at least half of it. It was just because so every funny. time we take a turn, you just hear like <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like one or two. I didn't realize it was that many. Oh, it was a lot. And we've oh. I've gotten better. I've got a new car, so I like make sure that no mugs are in the car and Man, good. remember when we could get in each other's cars and stuff? Hey, remember that? <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Back in the old days. Yeah. I saw uh Drew this time. Uh, or in person for the first time in a while, uh, I one up you, Gus. I saw his mouth, so it's true. Suck it. We did a we did a oh. photo shoot for some new merch, and got to we got some. Yeah, we were socially distant, but it's true. I I saw some of the pictures, Drew. I don't know if Wes has sent them to you. We obviously did them in a very safe space. People had masks. We were distanced, but there's a couple shots where I'm in the foreground and you're in the background, 
and it just looks like you're scarily creeping in the forest watching me take <laughs> photos because we did the shoot outside like in the trees and stuff like that and you just see drew like silhouetted in the back as i'm, I'm a, posing i'm a good model <laughs> <laughs> it just it makes it look kind of creepy but i love it in a weird way <laughs> yeah, i really hope that's on the front page of of the like check out the new line or else or, or else. Drew will visit you. He'll meet you at Specs while he buys some cheese and <laughs> yeah. bullshit. I'll be waiting for you. What's it called? Specs? Specs. Specs. Like the yeah. glasses? Specs finer food. Yeah. Yeah. And their mascot's and a rabbit. Uh, this all makes sense. Log logically, their mascot is a rabbit. Okay. All right. It's a, it's a good store. There's I, never, a, I never heard of it. Yeah, there's one kind of close to the studio. That's where... Yeah. Uh, that's where we, we ran into each other. There's a couple around town. There's that one. There's that one down south by Sunset Valley. There's one up by, kind of by the Arboretum. There's only ones I can think of off the top of my head. This episode of the Receive Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. You've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN. And now that a lot of you are working from home, it's even more important to choose a VPN that you trust. Uh, now I like to do research on our sponsors here. I recommend, you know, brands that I believe in. And I can say with full confidence, ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. And here's why. Uh, ExpressVPN does not log your data. Uh, lots of really cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to ad companies. ExpressVPN developed a technology called Trusted Server that makes it impossible for their servers to log any of your info. Uh, number two, speed. I've tried lots of VPNs in the past. Many of them slow your connection or make your devices sluggish. I've uh, been using ExpressVPN for months now, and my internet speeds are always super fast. Even when connecting to servers thousands of miles away, you can still stream HD videos, zero lag, super great. Uh, another thing that sets ExpressVPN apart from other VPNs is how easy it is to use. Unlike other VPNs, you don't have to input or program anything. You just fire up the app, click one button to connect. It's so easy. I bet even your grandparents could do it. And it's not just me saying it, Wired, CNET, The Verge, many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. So go ahead and protect yourself with the VPN I use and trust. Use our link at expressvpn.com slash rooster today. Get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash rooster. Visit expressvpn.com slash rooster to learn more. Oh, whatever. That's your, that's your, and that concludes the Where Are Specs in Austin portion <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I think I don't know if you want to get to it yet, but it has to do with identifying people wearing masks. Mm. No, we have a, I'm a mad. little game. You're, you're mad. Oh, Gavin, mad. do you want to be mad about something, even though you said you weren't? I'm actually. Uh, hold on, I need to find my beat button. Why the f is Skype on all my computers? <laughs> all of a sudden, I gotta go around and uninstall Skype off them. Damn it! And no, you, forgot, you needed to beep that, damn it. It. There you go. Dude, how do you do that? I, I need want, to know how you do that. Oh, uh, it's just, I got a little mixer thing with a bleep button. Oh, also, um, yeah, that's a, that's a first world problem, isn't it? But yeah, they just put Skype on all the Windows computers, I guess. Why does that, bo <laughs> why does that bother you so much, Gav? Well, I don't use it. Um, even though, I, you know, as an ex-spokesperson for Skype, I mm. uh, don't. Don't use it because who has used Skype in the last five years? That's what I want to know. I, I had to use it. We had to, I had to do an outside production. I had to like have a remote call with some people to film something a couple of weeks ago. And now that the annoying thing for me is now that it forced Skype onto my computer, it also launches it every time my computer starts. And there's like, we had this group call from a few weeks ago when we filmed this thing. And now every time it launches, it's like, you have X unread messages in your group chat. I was like, I don't care about that anymore. It was for a thing I filmed. It's done. 
Like I had to go in to like the Windows <laughs> settings and stop it from launching at boot because every time my computer booted, it was like, "Hey, you have these unread Skype messages." Like I don't give a f those messages aren't for me. I don't give Why a don't fuck you about it. Computer. <laughs> it's just it's, I would say it's ballsy in this day and age to install something on everyone's computer and launch it on startup without any oh, mention of it oh, at any point. It, it launches at startup. I'm sorry. I it doesn't out like it doesn't like I didn't launch. Understand. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't like come up know. in front, but it's down there in the taskbar. I damn see right. it. I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> so Why can't you just uninstall you'll, it? What? You'll you'll uninstall it. Why don't you Let me see if you can. It? Let me look at my I, control. Let me look at yes. my settings. I will uninstall it. I just haven't done it on this one. Why is? But oh, I, right. You have more than one uh, PC. The I two, guess the I two PC setup because we stream, we stream from one, and then we use the other PC as. The gaming PC. Should I uninstall it while we're doing the podcast? Let's see if it works. Why not? Yeah. I don't understand why you guys are acting like... Let's, yeah, let's see if it disconnects me. <laughs> what are we acting like, Barbara? I, I don't know why you're acting. A fool. I don't know why you're acting like uninstalling an app from your computer because we did install like, it. Imagine if you had a drawer, like in your nightstand, <laughs> and I snuck into your house and put a pie in there. Right? You've got to take the pie out now. You didn't want the pie in there. Okay, but here we go. Here we go. Here's what kind pie. of pie, though? Take uh, a pie. Yeah. All right, now that's done with forever. <laughs> all right. Right, except Gavin. you've got three nightstands, and there's pies in all of them. Gavin, we need to organize a heist. We're going to break into Barbara's house, and we're going to put pies in all of her nightstands. I want no oh, pies. Oh, no. Please don't <laughs> she do doesn't that. Know. I'm not no, doing it. No, stop. <laughs> What's your least favorite kind of pie, Barbara? I Oh, I hate apple pie. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Oof. <laughs> really? Apple oh. pies everywhere. I hate, I hate warm, <laughs> gooey, fresh apple pie. Ugh. <laughs> now we know your greatest weakness. You what? <laughs> <laughs> I I was I was trying to get us free apple pie. Oh, carry on. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's uh it's not it's not that bad. I was just I didn't expect it. Same with it's that annoying. edge thing. We do not talk shit about pie in this household. Trevor heard me talking shit and he went, You what? Um uh, But oh. to Barbara's to Barbara's point, we did come up with a game. I think Eric came up with a game. Well, we, it's something we had talked about maybe last week or the week before, and it kind of plays into what the experience Drew and I had together. Where it's like uh, Eric put together a bunch of photos of celebrities wearing masks, and then we have to try to figure out who it is wearing the mask. Oh, okay. I'm answering yeah, well, all of them, Brendan Fraser. I hope one of them. Well, that's Brendan a good. Fraser. That's a very good guess. However, not right. I'm very sorry. Damn it. But uh, here's the thing. I want to give credit where credit's due. Uh, Justin Young, our uh, graphics guy, made some very uh. cool images. He took images of celebrities not wearing a mask, and he put a mask on them. So, um, Shane, if we can bring up that first one, and you guys are gonna guess who the celebrity is. How are we gonna uh, go with the guessing? Are we taking turns? Or are we? Oh no! Just kind of talk amongst yourselves. Figure it out. Who do you right. think? Play the graphic. There's no, there's no graphic for this one. I'm sorry. Play it, Eric. It. No, there's no graphic. There's Play just the a intro. picture. No, there's no intro. If we could just take, just show the picture. That's what in chat. The, uh, there it someone's is. asking for the graphic. Nicholas Cage. Oh, that's the chat's asking. <laughs> they, they, they want the, they want the graphic in the chat. We're all in the same wavelength here. Is that Nicholas Cage? I can't even see it clearly. Marilyn Manson. 
Uh, I know that. I, can't I think, look at I the think you're right about, about Nicolas Cage. He's he got him in the eyes. Sporting a nice wrist teeth mask there. Yeah, I'm going to say mm, Brendan no. Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he, I'm going to say Willie Nelson. Can you see that clearly enough to see who I, that is? It's, it's a little blurry to I me. I had to maximize my window. Lee Pace. <laughs> yeah, mm. Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson is your guess. Barbara <laughs> is saying Nicolas Cage. That's like 50 it, years his, younger than Willie Nelson. Yeah. His head looks like, his face looks like Nicolas Cage. The rest of him, his body, his outfit looks nothing like Nicolas Cage. So I'm... I'm trying to get yeah, some context clues. Because like, there's a dude in like a flame retardant suit behind him. Yeah, is this like who, a NASCAR who would thing? Be, yeah, like who would be at like where a no fear booth is? Like I gotta, you gotta think, and then in cowboy hat and boot. And turtleneck. Maybe it is Cage. I, I it feels like Cage is fitting. Could also be oh, wait. not Brent Spiner. If I, if I look at the actual Teeth live stream, it's probably clearer there. Oh, that's a good shout. Oh. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Okay. Are we gonna are we gonna say all of our guesses are in? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right, let's do it and let's have the, the reveal. <clears throat> Take the mask off oh. it's Nicolas Cage. Way to go, Barbara. Yeah, what? Barbara, Easy. you like you, nailed it. You nailed it instantly. Yeah, that was weird that you knew that so fast. I I know what people look like. <laughs> I guess I'm terrible with names, but I I guess I read enough celebrity gossip magazines to be able to identify people in weird angles. You buy magazines? No, not anymore. I used oh. to. I used to read those like when I was a teenager, like 14, nice. 15. Yeah, okay, let's see the next one. See if you get it instantly. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Right. We are. Let's. Yes. Uh, and let's go ahead and reveal no, no, who it's, that it's, is. It's it's that actress from a uh, from uh, a Star Is Born. Cute. Oh Real yeah cute. yeah. Let's let's show who it is. Ra 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 ah ah. It is Lady Gaga. So what yes. we're learning was the hypothesis is right that you can identify people even if they're wearing a mask. But let's go to. But the I next couldn't one. identify Drew. Okay, let's see. Let's let's go to the next <laughs> one just in case. You know, we don't know. You might you might not be able to identify everyone. Oh, Vin Diesel? No. No. Wait. No, this guy... It's so hard to see on my computer. Also in sunglasses, to Gus's point. Yeah, sunglasses <laughs> also makes it, make it way more difficult. I don't know if I could identify this guy. I feel like the tattoo would give it away, but I don't recall anyone, any actor or musician or anyone with that kind of tattoo. Brendan Fraser? <laughs> <laughs> Enough with the Brendan Fraser. Any guesses? Um, I'm, I'm waiting to see the the. Oh, here we go. The higher resolution version on. Uh, oh, here we go. The stream. Oh shit! I paused my stream. Oh yeah. man. Any guesses? A, a uh, lot of chat is saying Vin Diesel. Is it? I don't know. I was thinking maybe Tupac. No, I was thinking maybe DMX, but I don't DMX. think it's DMX. DMX is like the only one I could think it might be because I feel like I haven't he seen, has a yeah, lot of tattoos, right? I feel like I haven't seen a recent photo of DMX. Like I haven't seen a photo of him in, from the past several years. Oh, uh, looking at Chad is now saying DMX, a lot of Jason Statham. 
It's a lot of yeah. <laughs> it's not Jason's. It's not, it's not Jason's. Jason's I don't, Jason Statham does not have that tattoo. Uh, I'm going to go with DMX. Yeah. I'm going to trust the chat. DMX. Okay. Uh, and let's have a reveal. What's his name? It's DMX. You were right. I oh, wouldn't really know chat. that. I don't think I know what he looks like. I know that he has some tattoos. You don't know what DMX looks like? I don't know what DMX looks like. I know what DMX sounds like, but I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> don't know what Jason Statham looks like, apparently, either. Apparently. <laughs> it did look like Vin Diesel for a split second. Uh, let's let's go to the next one. Let's see, because now we're now we're getting into some shady territory here. Let's Let's see if you guys can identify this person. Hmm. Oh, is that uh? That's Chris. Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, it's one of the Hemsworth boys. But which one, Chris? No, it's the. No. It's not Luke. How many Hemsworths? There's like nine Hemsworths. I think I you're. Think I think you're dead on. It's Chris Hemsworth. It's not a Pratt. I guess his hair's too dark. Uh, it could be Chris Pratt. It's hard to. I'm not caught up no, to, to the live video. No. Chris Pratt dresses a little mm. more goofy than than <laughs> he's a little more uh, cargo shorts than this dude. His motorcycle boots. It's a, a observation. So let's get final guesses in. Who do you think this person is? That is Willie Nelson. Actually... Stop saying <laughs> Willie Nelson. <laughs> I'm actually. I think once you pointed Chris Pratt out, now I can't not see it as Chris Pratt. So no, I'm going to go with Chris Pratt. It could be Pratt. Like, look at his forehead. No. The, it's the eyebrows that are giving it away. That, yeah. can't, that can't be Chris Pratt. Why not, Gus? Explain why it can't cause be. Because it's Willie Nelson. Stop. <laughs> stop. Stop. Just mad. And <laughs> let's reveal who it is. It's not Willie Nelson. It is oh, Chris Pratt. Oh, See, wow. you guys got one. You, you guys are very good at this. I'm, I I'm learning was... a lot that you know you can you can only hide behind so much. If he had sunglasses on, I think maybe that, that would a be a little bit tougher. Terrible photo, of Chris Pratt. I had no. I, I was convinced that was like not all the him. Time. He looks better than me there. That looks like Chris Pratt's stunt double. No, I'm just saying like <laughs> how his face is like he's like. Uh, well, I mean, he's okay. not. He's just walking home with some shopping. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's go to the next celebrity and see who it is. We only have two more. Okay. See who this celebrity is. Andy uh, Courtney. Yes. <laughs> I thought we were doing next celebrities. Slide. Next what slide. He's, what do you mean? That's a celebrity. <laughs> oh, is, I miss I miss Andy. That is definitely Andy Cortez. He looks I mean, great I miss, in that mask, though. I miss everyone, but, you know. I like Andy. Okay, are are we locking in Andy oh, Cortez? I mean, that's a guess. Absolutely. I'm gonna have yeah, Hondo P. Yeah, go with yeah. Okay, all right. Let's reveal who it is. Hey. Uh, that, was good, that was a good guess. That was a really guys. Good. Okay. We did good on that one. And then and then the last. This is our very last one. Uh, seeing who, if you can identify celebrity wearing the mask. Let's bring up the very last one. <laughs> <laughs> oh um shit uh. It, is it? It's either Lady Gaga again, or uh, that performance artist Maria something. Maria something. Willie Nelson. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. <clears throat> Bjork. Uh, it's Bjork. It is. <laughs> oh. I have no in no idea. Full body mask. I feel like that wouldn't be very good camo in Iceland. Is it Cardi B? 
Ooh, that's a great guess. That seems like a Cardi B move. Okay, and let's <clears throat> let's see oh. if we have guesses locked in. Let's reveal who that celebrity is. It's Car. It's Cardi B. You have to take my word for it. It is Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> it's Cardi an image of her not in the mask. Uh, oh. And that's how you play Guess Who Mask Edition. Thank you so much for playing. Right, wow. Play the graphic. Play us out with the graphic. Play us out with the graphic, please. One. I don't have the graphic. There's no graphic. What do you mean? I Every game needs like a little bumper. I don't have a bumper for this. I'll make sure, Gavin, going forward, I'll make sure that we have bumpers made for all of our games. <laughs> <laughs> Just want this podcast to cost more money to make. <laughs> Great. That's, uh, yeah, yeah, you're doing that to me. That's exactly what you're, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. Have you ever seriously considered the underwear that graces your nether regions? You've got some important stuff down there, I mean, you know. So thankfully MeUndies has, which is why they're changing the game with softer than soft, sustainable undies in fun prints and lots of colors. So you can be totally comfy being you inside and out. With MeUndies, you can express yourself with new designs and on top of them being the most comfortable undies ever. Uh, they have great designs like Kawaii soy sauce and sushi rolls. I have that one. Unicorns and Back to the Future 1.21 gigawatts line. Mm, I don't have that one. Uh, but you know what's the worst thing possible ever? An empty underwear drawer because it's all in the dirty laundry? Well, good thing you can get a MeUndies membership and eradicate that terribleness forever. A MeUndies membership is a monthly subscription that sends new pairs right to your door so you can keep your undies drawer stocked, fresh, and fun. Plus, with member access to site-wide savings and exclusive sales, you can easily and affordably build a quality collection of super soft undies over time, and that's one heck of an undie upgrade if you ask me. MeUndies offers matching pairs where you and your partner can order undies with the exact same prints. In other words, you can max... You can match your bottom half to your better half. MeUndies are available in a range of sizes from extra small to 4XL. And MeUndies has a great offer for our listeners for any first-time purchasers. You get 15% off and free shipping. So to get your 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That's MeUndies.com slash roosterteeth. That was a... What did so, everyone do last week? Uh... Huh. Oh! Shots and stuff? I, uh, I started watching uh, a show on Netflix that Jeff recommended to me. Uh, it's, uh, it's a game show called, I forget what the whole title is. I, I think it's like Awake, the Million Dollar Game Show. Have any of you seen this yet? Oh, is this where people are counting quarters? Yes. Yeah, fuck that show. <laughs> so they, they, for, they lock people in a room with a million dollars worth of quarters. And for 24 hours, they have to count quarters. So they have to and, count 4 million coins? Well, no, they count as much as they can in 24 hours. And after 24 hours, they pull like the seven contestants out and whoever counted the least amount of money is eliminated and whoever is the most off in their count is eliminated. And then the remaining five people all have to do dexterity-based games and challenges since they're all sleep deprived. And uh, whoever does the worst gets eliminated and they keep going until finally there's only one person left. And the last person... They tell him, congratulations, you've won. You've won all the money you counted in the, in the, in the 24 hours. Uh, or if you want, if you think your count is less than $500 off from the actual amount of money that you took, then you can bet it all and win everyone's money. So like, let's say they bet, Whoa. they bet their money and they conceivably can win everybody's money. And they say, okay, congratulations, you've won all the money everyone counted over 24 hours. You can either leave with that or if your count is less than $25 off, you can bet it and then you can win a million dollars. How much of the episode is just people like five, six, seven, five, 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 six, seven, like how, they just, how, riven, they, how many minutes they, of TV they, do you get? They just montage, they just montage that. They just montage oh, the 24 I, I feel hours. like 
like how high could you count in 24 hours? I couldn't count to a million. I feel like you have. I couldn't some, like, count to a hundred thousand. If, in if that anybody time. had some sort of weird trick, it would be you, Gavin, where you were like, "Oh, I just did it backwards and inverted, and now I'm a mil- like, now I've got four million dollars." <laughs> like, oh, I, I feel like it I'd out. probably, I'd probably figure out like if I make some type of shape with my hand, like how many quarters fits in that and test that out a few times and be like, then count it that way and do some type of multiplication system. Not obviously counting like individuals or even like picking up stacks of four or whatever it is. I don't think I could count to 50,000 without bollocksing it. Some people, I think at best you can see count to around 30 to $40,000, but like they'll, they win that money. But if they think their count is fairly accurate, they could win that times seven because there's seven people counting. Wow, but some people yeah, of course, be pretty confident. don't count nearly as as much as the other people. Uh, but yeah, and some of the B roll that of like they'll show people counting during the twenty four hours. Like you'll see people's hands are just like black and filthy from handling all of the oh. all of the quarters. Oh, God, yeah, it's uh, it's really gross. But uh, it's that kind of reminds me of when show. we did that immersion with all the bananas. Yeah, and we had that's people exactly peeling what bananas. I was thinking of. <laughs> But uh, the, episodes, uh, the episodes are like 36 minutes long, and I think there's only like eight of them. I only saw the first episode. It was it was really entertaining. So if you're looking platforms like, it on? I feel like I would count. Netflix. I would I would put all of the quarters in a sock, and I would count how many can fit in my sock, and then I would just do it based on socks. <laughs> are you allowed to do that? I feel like socks are stretchy though. There's some leeway there for how there, much. There's gonna... like within like maybe. 10 to 20 coins you could fit this a similar yeah. amount in each sock but then i would so, worry that over the course of 24 hours the uh, elasticity gives out and right. they're able to fit more and more in yeah but if elasticity elasticity will be maxed on the weight of a full sock anyway so you're oh, saying no, like they it would should like, do but it's not just like make a stack like a certain height stack before it topples over and then just recreate that stack and every and time it topples again. at the same point yeah, but or I just think... like it gets to the same, like you keep one for the like uh, control and then match the other one. So let's say like this stack is $5 worth or whatever. Uh-huh. You just keep doing that. Yeah, I think the fear is then that your stack tumbles over mm. or like because you're sleep deprived, you might knock it over or mm. bang the table or something. Put me in, coach. I'm fucking ready for this show. You measure it against like a part of your body. So it's always like the same amount of quarters. Uh, yeah. You like lay. You can lay like ten quarters on your forearm, scoop, dump, and then it's one forearm's worth every time. And it's like a very mechanical. <laughs> you get really mechanical with it, and you can like really start cruising. Yeah, you'd, you'd have to figure out a way that didn't involve counting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, just the- knowing like the, if yeah. this height I have here is five dollars, let me just leave that here, and then just grab a bunch of quarters, don't count them, just see if it's the same height, and you know that's five dollars. Just scoop it in. Also, I would count two quarters and then scream the whole time other numbers so that the other contestants <laughs> fucked up their numbers and then just be like, yeah, I'm definitely within the $500 threshold because I only got two bucks. And then you just take everybody else's money. How do they Dude. feel that in a room though? That'd be like tons, literally tons of... It's it's a huge container of quarters. I mean, it's like a swimming pool, it looks like, that's filled with quarters. Uh. Uh, but big the, brain drew up in here. The other thing is like the the dexterity challenges, and from what Jeff told me, Jeff already <laughs> saw the episodes. He said that they never repeat any of the dexterity challenges, so you never know what you're going to get. Like it's always Ooh. something different. Uh, so it's like it's not like anything you can prepare for. Um, someone said something in chat. I was going to comment on. That sounds. Some awful. people miss the name of the show. Oh. It's called Awake. 
Awake. Right? Yeah, it, may, uh, it might be called like Awake the Million Dollar Game Show or something. You, just look for Awake. Um, the, but the people are so sleep deprived that they're also doing like talking head interviews with them. And in the first episode, there's one contestant who's interviewed and uh, they're talking to them and they're like, do you want to know how much money, you know, you say you counted $25,000. Do you want to know how much money you actually counted? And she's like, yeah. And they say, you actually count, you know, the, the count was actually $24,383. And she's like, 83? How did I end up with 83 if we're counting quarters? It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh no <laughs> like their brains are just so fucked oh, up at that no. point they're, they're so far gone <laughs> oh. anyway uh, really entertaining show it's a good way to good way to kill some quarantine time i've been watching Absolutely. that that uh alone the show alone on history channel alone uh, the million dollar challenge yeah <laughs> you on alone right now you on the alone game <laughs> No, you caught up. Oh, it's fucking great. It's the it's it's almost as good of a quarantine show as uh, Perry Mason. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's just people go out into the woods by themselves and film alone in the woods for as long as they can. And this season, a great show to do in quarantine. Exactly. And this season is uh, you have to make it at least a hundred days in the Ar Arctic. Did I say that right, Gus? Yeah, you got it. You're good. You're good. Uh, yeah. So you have Arctic. to make at least 100, 100 days and then you might win a million dollars. And it's just been like, oh, yeah, you bears. actually get a million dollars. Yeah. You like, I don't know how you oh. knew all the details. No, it's just taking the piss out of the title of the last like, show. Oh, wait, yeah. It's yeah. It's always a million dollars. What's keeping you from winning though? Like you say you might win a million dollars. So it, is it just, you got to get through the time that's period? The thing is that because the other seasons have just been whoever's the last, last man standing. This one's. This one is you have to make the hundred days, and then I assume it's last man standing. So if somebody else makes the hundred days, then you're in a real you're in a day off. Mm. Yeah, it says uh, oh, I'm reading like the the History Channel website uh, about it, and they say that over six seasons, no one's ever lasted that long. No one's ever done the hundred days. No, no one. Uh, <laughs> my alarm went off my phone. Yeah, my alarm went <laughs> off my phone. I was like, Jesus Christ, what is going on? Was that your alarm to be on this podcast? Before? Probably. What are you doing? <laughs> well, I'm reading chat on my phone. I was like, what is going on? I was like, where's my phone? I keep looking at chat being like, where's my phone? I'm looking at chat on my phone. Where is it? Neat. There's a, oh. I've, been I've been watching Naked and Afraid as well, which is kind of similar to Alone, but Do you totally different. There's not, there's not a million dollars. It's just uh. you have to stay in the wilderness. And this season, they have to stay in the wilderness for 40 days. Like, and they're in South Africa and they're naked and they have nothing like i think they have like a pot a pot so they can boil water Ugh. and like that's it like maybe they have a knife and uh it's just like I, out out like in the heat like they show it's like 120 degrees in the heat of the day it's like you're just naked out there like i guess hopefully i get to eat something soon what do you do oh with your God. bollocks and stuff and your cock you just, just hang it it's just you hanging just out tuck there them and ho hope you I don't get them sunburned <laughs> Some people, though, I think have like made clothing and stuff and yeah. stuff to cover up with on previous yeah. episodes. Like, yeah, part in, of me in this, go ahead. In this season, uh, one woman, the top of her feet got sunburned, and so she couldn't walk anymore because it oh. hurt to walk because like just the tops of her feet were sunburned. So she had to like try to find feathers <clears throat> to cover them. That way, the they wouldn't get further sunburned. Yeah, I feel like if I if my John Thomas was out in the blazing sun all day, I would immediately like gob all over it and then dunk it in sand or something yeah. to try and get a, a, a lot of them get mud like if there's a water hole nearby they'll cover themselves <laughs> in mud <laughs> to try to uh block the sun just just gavin casually 
dropping the fact that he would gob all over his own dick. <laughs> and well, then you gotta, shove it in. You gotta stick stuff to it, right? Why don't you just tuck it in to your tuck legs? It, or something? Tuck it in. Like, walk, walk around like with my penis all tucked back. <laughs> you walk around like Buffalo Bill the whole time. You need a little waddle, yeah. Naked and afraid and tucked. <laughs> then the underneath of it might get burned from the other side. Just the tip. Just the tip from the backside. <laughs> It's a long skinny dick you got in there. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, I've had that. the tops of my feet sunburn before, and that shit is not fun. Like you wouldn't think it would be that bad, but my god, it like every movement that your foot makes, the burn just like gets Cracks. worse and worse uh. from just it, yeah, it sucks. So I've always ro- I've always romanticized like the going out, like reading Hatchet as a kid or like my side of the mountain. I was like, I could do that. And then like watching alone, I'm like, yeah, like ah. Get that guy out of here. That bear's got not going to be a problem for his camp. And then I went camping the other day by myself. Like, I went by myself with a dog and didn't last a night in the tent. Had to get in the truck and was like, there's bears. And I called I called Allie and she was like, there are no bears anywhere near where you are, dude. Like, you're so you were just so, freaking out? I was just losing that shit. She was like, oh, oh, like the dog kept waking up like barely growling. I was like, what? We got to go to the truck. I'm going to die. I'm going to die by bear in central Texas. A bear's not been spotted here for like 200 years. <laughs> I would. I don't know if I'd want to go camping alone. That seems scary. Although I am a woman, so it's ten times scarier for me than it is for any of you guys. Yeah. But what with bears? Uh, just you know, men. Spooky, spooky dudes. Yeah. Just uh, an entire, you know, group of people that want to murder it's, me or do other it, things. <laughs> it's only uh half the population, right? It's only half the population. Uh, uh, so, so Drew and I have been bonding over, kind of bonding over our. You call me, you call me Poppy one more time. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> over, we've been watching Perry Mason on uh, HBO, and it makes us both incredibly uncomfortable when his uh, his love interest calls him Poppy. So I've been I've been calling Drew Poppy all every chance I get. <laughs> it's it's both like it's my favorite quarantine show. It's the both like best of both worlds. Like it sometimes it's like really violent and crazy and it feels like sin city and you're like whoa it's a lot and sometimes it's just fucking goofy and then like the music's all weird and like nobody's like i can't i keep trying to get blaine or andrew to watch it because i'm like guys just somebody talk to me about it and so like i finally like slacked gus the other day i was like are you watching perry mason he was like yes i was like thank god i just want somebody to talk to about this fucking show <clears throat> it's a and now you it, have them <laughs> yeah we've, and we've been talking about it. it's good i'm not like there's some things that I don't like about it, but for the most part, it's it's pretty good. It it feels like one of those pulp, like a pulp novel from like the 30s or 40s, where it's just like seedy and like not well written, but kind of good. Like it's yeah. also extraordinarily graphic. Like they'll they'll show like they obviously work on a special effect. They'll work to make something fucked up, and then they'll make you look at it. Like yeah, like there's a, a character who uh, gets shot in the face with a shotgun. And, uh, like, they kind of show it from afar, and you're like, ooh, that's gross. Thank God they're not showing that anymore. And then they punch in and show it even closer. Like, <laughs> and then and then Perry Mason, like, walks up and puts his finger in the guy's yeah, mouth like, and, like, fingers wiggles it around like, a little bit. You're just like, oh, oh. But why? Why, oh, why do we have to see this? It's so needlessly gross. Yeah. But it's like the special effects team was like, look how hard we worked. Look how good this looks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it, it, it does look good. But, yeah, it's a... Uh, it's uh it's intense. I mean there's also like in the first episode there's a dude running down the street with his dick just flopping around just out. Just out. Yep. Just like all right, whatever. Just naked and afraid and yep. out. It's a good show I, though. Um, I, I finished... haven't watched this week's episode. 
I finished Last of Us 2, which I would, now that I finished it, I would say, excellent game. I loved it. Masterpiece level. Um, I, what, one thing I really liked because I, I always I always like little touches that they add to the games, and um, I feel like they did a lot of like cool things like characters afraid of heights so that when you get near an edge they start like breathing heavily, freaking out. There's bits where like if you're stealthy and you've been running, the breathing like becomes muted. Like they're trying to not alert the person, so they oh, go from mm-hmm. like <laughs> to to like closed mouth breathing, like, <laughs> and it's like proximity based, like all that stuff. I really liked and one of the things i also liked was the uh the enemies talking about each other like if one of them dies they'll be like ah oh, shit pete's dead and it actually is like it feels more real that way because like they come you, and like, check you, on people and like yeah like you get you feel like they know each other but <laughs> in the last bit of the game <laughs> i was just crafting explosive arrows left and right and i was just like <laughs> and i just hit <laughs> i hit some dude like right in the in the chest his upper half just blew up, like dripping off the ceiling, and he was—it was just two legs. And then someone came around and went, "Shit, they got Pete!" And I was like, "There's no way you know that's Pete right now. You can't. That is that those are is Pete's. Mush. Those are Pete's favorite pants. <laughs> those are Pete's boots." And it was cracking me up <laughs> as his bits were just dripping off the ceiling. Once there's again, a- incredibly gruesome game, and I love it. There's a yeah. I mean, there's a a portion in that game. When I'm going to try to phrase this in as non of a spoilery way as possible, but there's a portion of the game where you are in the hospital and you're trying to find someone and you sneak up on an enemy and it's like a cutscene. And, uh, you know, you pull out your knife and you're like, where's so and so? And she's like, oh, they're, they're upstairs. And, you know, you've got this enemy, you've got this, this other human being at knife point. And, you know, you wonder like, oh, is, 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 the, is your main character just going to murder this person? But then, of course, like the enemy, like pulls out a knife and tries to stab you, and of course, then you know you you stab them and kill them. It's like, wow! How did you come about constructing this particular scene? Because what would have happened if, like, what would have happened if the enemy didn't pull the knife? Like, how do they portray your character? Is your character a straight up murderer? Would your character have, you know, just killed this person and kept going on their way? Would your character have said, "You can leave. Uh, don't make any noise." I, I, it's it's just like walking that fine line between being a good quote-unquote good person you know or being just a psychotic killer right which i think uh, that game plays with a bunch like there's a lot of that like those choices and stuff like that well the thing that i don't want to spoil too much but you play as two different characters i didn't realize i only played video games one way which is poorly so i didn't realize they had (laughs) different like tactics like so i just played the same shitty way but then somebody's like oh yeah they have different like she's she's super buff and is way better at like melee attacks and like ellie's better at like sneaking through the grass attacks and i'm just like oh duh like why didn't gavin when you played did you did you use the different character advantages or uh not really i would always i would pretty much always have the same approach and that would be like to use stealth and i I was like super into the arrows like with the uh the bow and the crossbow yeah i would do that until it until i messed up and it all kicked off every time so i wouldn't ever like charge in with melee or i also didn't i didn't like sneak around in the grass and like shank people i was always just like silent ranged either with the silencer or the bow for as long as possible until i ran out of arrows or bullets or or i missed and it all went mental that's pretty much how i took every single section (laughs) man i love using the bow in that game gavin do you play D &D ever -uh. i feel like you would like it 
I feel We're like doing Gavin would be a dungeon master's worst nightmare. Like, <laughs> he would be like, I want to try this, or I want to do this. Be like, fuck. Um, fine, roll, okay, bud. Fine. Um, I guess we'll have to figure it out. Yeah, I feel like every <laughs> time there's been content, like D&D-based content at this company, everyone's immediately been like, not you. Yeah. <laughs> you you wouldn't you wouldn't like this or like you're not right for this i'm like okay i mean i've never tried it all right sure i, I've, I feel I've also like you never would drew i feel like you would be very analytical which is like a great type of person to have on your team trying to actually like figure out what the hell's going on <laughs> gavin i feel like you would play the same way chris does which is like absolutely no consideration for the rules or people's time <laughs> Just like, uh, well, I, let have, me just... I feel like I have consideration for people's time. <laughs> you do, you do. I and I'm not trying to say Chris doesn't, but Chris is like, he'll just kind of like barrel in with one type of mindset <laughs> that he wants to get done. She's like, he and he's playing like a character, so he's in character the whole time, like trying to like bother people or ask for money or get money out of stuff. Like, what's in it for I, me? I will, essentially, I, all I, the time. I will time. say I don't understand. So we're playing obviously a, a D and D uh, game that we've been releasing uh, uh, weekly. And Dice I cast. don't, I don't understand why your party is trusting one character with all the money. Like they, they, they got into a huge fight because Chris, after like a, a portion of the game, Chris wanted his share of the money. And the rest of the party was like, no, we'll let Jessica's character carry it. It's like, I don't understand why you all aren't splitting it up. <laughs> well, good to know. Let me write that down to be reminded just, to bring up just, on Thursday. It's just so weird. And then you all got mad at Chris for wanting to take his portion of the money. And I was like, he just wants his money. <laughs> I think we're just like, just, we're nervous about everything in that game. So we want to like, all right, you have the money. I don't want to worry about this. It's not in my inventory. I don't even want to think about anything else. So maybe that's why we're just, we're just inexperienced. It's fun. It's funny to me. It's like, okay, we'll roll with it. We'll, we'll keep doing it. I feel like a lot of it. I would. I feel like I'd want to try it off camera first. Yeah, same. Like just just for fun, because uh, I I honestly find, especially because like this company's put out a ton of D and D at this point, I don't want to be like learning in the middle of yeah, all the audience is already but like it's, with it's, it at this point. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I think having new players help serve as a gateway for uh, aud potential audience who don't know the game or don't understand it. Uh, so it's like they're learning along with you as you learn the game, which is, I think, kind of the approach we were taking with Dias Cast, where we had a lot of uh, inexperienced players jumping into the game. So that way, if people aren't familiar with D&D &D already, they kind of like are learning along with the party and learning about new abilities and stuff. Yeah, that's fair. Fair play. Yeah, but of course, yeah. I mean, the, the downside is that you get a lot of uh, backseat drivers who are like, oh, why didn't you do this? Or you should do this. And you know, it's like, the, obviously, everyone's still learning and keeping track of all of their different abilities. So it's just something you got to balance. I did. A, it's so funny because I was talking to Travis McElroy, who some of you might be familiar with the, the McElroy, McElroy brothers. They do a ton of content, including a very popular uh, Dungeons and Dragons podcast called The Adventure Zone. I believe that's what it's called. <laughs> I don't mean talking out of my ass. Okay. Uh, and I was talking to him at a convention that we were both at and I asked him, I was like, Hey, we're, we're starting up D and D soon. Do you have any advice for me? And he goes, the comments will always have people complaining about the way you did something or didn't do something because everyone plays D and D a very <clears throat> specific way to them. And everyone has like their own way of playing with their friends and the way they grew up playing. And so everyone will have very different opinions on how you should be playing too. And so he basically told me like, don't worry about that. Just have fun. Like, don't worry about necessarily what the comments are telling you to do or not to do. Just mm -hmm. enjoy it. <laughs> and I've been trying, I've idea. also been trying to 
uh, abstract some of it from the party. Or it's like, you know, the, uh, instead of having them, f instead of forcing them to say like, I want to do, I want to use this skill to accomplish this goal. It can, I'll, I'll let it be more open-ended. Like I'll let them say, I wish I could do this. I'm like, okay, well just roll the dice and then I'll figure out, you know, how to plug it all in. I'll figure out the math. I'll figure out the back end. I'll just tell you if it worked or didn't work. That's nice. So, yeah. That That's way it's just more like you're left to be more creative. You're left to be more like, I want to punch this person. Then I want to shoot this person. Then I want to like roll over here. But like, it's, it's also overwhelming having so many possibilities for your decision. Yeah. Like there, there are many times, especially in the last game we played, uh, where it was just me, John and Jessica playing how, you're just like, yeah, you're in this town. What do you want to do? And it's like, leave, stay, <laughs> shop. I don't know. <laughs> like everything felt like the the wrong decision to me. And, the, the, and then what made it difficult was that every possibility to advance the story, you all kept rolling bad on. Like every die roll was so bad. So I was like, well, I can't. Like you, you, you keep failing these checks. I was like, well, <laughs> like I can't do what I want to do. It's like. Maybe you should go somewhere else. Maybe you should do something else. <laughs> yeah, you have to do a lot of hand-holding for us. Yeah, Can like, you get laid? Uh, sure, why not? We have talked about pegging a couple times. A couple times. like a, a couple times every fucking episode. Y'all are yeah. always talking about it. <laughs> just roll, roll for pegging. Like, can you roll like a... <laughs> just... You're running We've away from before. a demon through a tunnel. And it's like, anyone want to get pegged right now? Oh, Dude, well, we, you gotta pegging. have your long rests, you know? Uh, <laughs> you don't know what happens during those long rests. You gotta <laughs> regain I, those spell slots. <laughs> I actually find that it's, I think, it's it's been really fun to do during quarantine. Uh, I think the, the Dungeon & Dragon show, Dice Cast, just because it's like total fantasy game, total escapism. <laughs> I feel like the we only play for two hours a week. Like those two hours fly. Like, the, you know, we start and then the next thing I know, it's like, oh, well, we gotta wrap up. The, the show's over. It's a uh, it's a really good time killer. I think if people uh, want to learn how to play D and D, you know, just absolutely do it. You can play remotely. You know, there's there's utilities you can use online to play with your friends. You don't have to worry about meeting up, or you know, you can maintain your social distance. I think uh, it's a fantastic game for that people could try out and and play and you know really have fun with your friends. It's like I think it's it might be the project I look forward to most every week, just because like we all sit around and laugh and kill time for two hours and it just flies by. What do you think this is? Uh, this, I, this I have. This is weird. It's like we have to. This is a lot more real life, you know. This is more like, oh, what do we talk about? I don't know. I'm, coronavirus deaths are up. Uh, it's also like for know. that you have a plan. It's like true. you basically you have a storyline that you're following, and more or less. I'll be yeah, honest. I, I had something that I've never had before. Last night I had an anxiety dream about the podcast. Oh, I, I have <gasps> those regularly. I, I like. Oh, I was late, and then. My camera wasn't working, which actually does happen almost every week. My camera doesn't work. And then Eric was yelling at me. You were yelling at me. I was like, yeah, I'll, 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 let me just reboot. And then I guess like 20 minutes had passed in the dream. And I was like, did I not go back to the podcast? after I said <laughs> I And I was like, oh, shit. They're probably just like in the middle of the podcast. And I just forgot. And I was like, what was I doing for 20 minutes? And I was really oh my confused. God. So like, and I was freaking out. And I was trying to get back. My computer wouldn't turn on. I was panicking. I was like, I don't think I've had an anxiety dream about work or school in ages. I get it for like big shoots, but they're never, I guess that it's not like office work. I never know what the shoot is going to be like, but I know right, what the right. podcast is going to be like. I was like, why am I freaking out about this? <laughs> um... Do you guys want the best sleep ever of all time?
Yes. Uh, always. I guess the answer is yes. I know. I, I don't know if you guys have this yet. I know it was a big thing a while ago, especially because Bernie brought it up on the podcast years ago, but weighted blankets. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trevor bought a new one because I bought one for his birthday a couple of years ago, but it wasn't the greatest. Like it had pockets of sand that would move around. So sometimes the sand would kind of like clump up into these hard balls within the blanket. But this one is a lot more evenly distributed. He got one that fits our entire king size bed that Ooh. we could share. Oh, hell yeah. It is, uh, it's amazing. I think it's only 20 pounds total, so it's not super heavy. Do you not but get too hot when, though? I feel like I get all clammy. This one, uh, I don't know what it's made from, but it breathes really well. Uh, I'll probably have to get the link from Trevor if you're interested, but it breathes really well. It, I don't get sweaty at all. It. I don't know what magic powers it possesses, mm. but it's great. And like, you literally sleep like a baby in huh. that thing. My complaint Which is, is- I want one that's heavier. <laughs> I want you get one that's heavier. I think that was weight. the lightest one. Like, I have a twenty pound one, but uh, I, I want a uh, like a, I want like a forty pound one. I think there's some restrictions on it, just based off like your actual safety. They want you to be able to get out if necessary. <laughs> well, that's the safety that you might be not be able to get up. I yeah. thought it'd be like you couldn't breathe well. Is it like an oh, emergency no. evacuation situation where you're like stuck under a blanket? How did he die? Doing what he loved. Sleeping <laughs> under a weighted blanket. Dude, that's how I want to go. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I pull it over my head. Before, before we get too far, I just want to do one last quick uh, shout. I want to give a big thank you to uh, Ben and Christian on the broadcast team who help out with Diecast every week. They've been uh, writing the homebrew campaign that we're doing uh, now that we've been doing for the past couple of weeks. And I think they're doing a really good job. They put together something great. Uh, we started out with a, like a pre-made campaign, but we've transitioned to something that Ben and Christian are working on. I think, I think they, they're really doing great work. So thanks, guys. This episode of the Rishi Podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Back in the early days of Rooster Teeth, Jeff ran the Rooster store all by himself. I have no idea how he did it or why we trusted him to do it. Uh, it was a big hassle for one person to do. Tons of boxes, packing tape everywhere. It's a big hassle to ship things and being a small business owner can be tough. That's why thousands have discovered the benefits of stamps.com in recent months. They've been able to keep their businesses running and avoid the crowds at the post office all from their own computers. With stamps.com, you can print postage on demand and avoid going to the post office and you'll save money with discounted rates you can't even get at the post office. Stamps.com also offers UPS services with discounts up to 62% and no residential surcharges. Stamps.com brings all the mailing and shipping services you need right to your computer in the comfort of your home or office. Whether you're a small business, sending invoices, an online seller, shipping out products, or just working from home and you need to mail stuff, Stamps.com can handle it all with ease. Simply use your computer to print official U.S. postage 24-7 for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. Once your mail is ready, you leave it for your mail carrier, schedule a pickup, drop in a mailbox. It's that simple. And like I said, with stamps.com, you get great discounts too. Five cents off every stamp and up to 62% off USPS and UPS shipping rates. Stamps.com is a no-brainer, saving you time and money. Right now, our listeners can get a special offer that includes a four-week trial, plus free postage, and a digital scale without any long-term commitment. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in rooster. at stamps.com, enter code rooster. Is there anything that you prefer um now that we're at home not that we're newly at home but is there anything that like you'll miss from this when we go back to work the anonymity i could be doing anything in between like, my like just your not, lower half could be i sure or just like as soon as like the gaps when you're at work there's my office door and people can come by and be like what is he doing is he working is he doing <laughs> business you don't know i could be like 
I could go on a walk. I could take a call. And the fact that you can take calls and not be visible is also nice where you can just be like on a call, on a walk. I think that'd be the yeah. big thing I'd miss. I I've really enjoyed being able to do like slow-mo related work underneath Achievement Hunter work because it's like I'm using my workstation to like play games on so I can be like have this like transfer going or I could be like transcoding footage and then I'm just like got GTA over the top of it and I can just alt tab and see what see how it's going. I can never do that at work. <laughs> And that's that I guess that's I'd miss there that. are some things that are like really nice about it just I mean working obviously like with Trevor in the same space is really nice just getting to see him more often throughout the day um and also there's like some content that we never really got the opportunity to make when we were back in the office like we started doing some gameplay content put out um a, a raft video which is super fun but being able to make content like that we didn't really have machines or anything set up for it at the office and it was never something we really thought about doing but now that we're working from home there's only so much we could make like we can't really do high production shorts in the situation we're in so we've had to kind of pivot to more um strategic content for the situation and i've been yeah, like, I feel like having a lot of fun with it i feel like achievement hunter was certainly the luckiest with the pivot to at home work like there's aside from like chucking moon balls at each other's heads there's very little that we can't do from home and like between the games, I guess, is a little more difficult. Yeah, but the thing is, we got so many that we just never put out. Like, my phone is full of them. Well then, look at that. Just we've we've been uh, struggling yeah. with RT Life. We've we've done a couple, and there's still more in the pipeline that we're excited about that we did from home. But that's a harder one to do because you're not just around each other fucking about all day. So yeah. stuff like that doesn't really come naturally, unfortunately. I did like, I I'm glad that raft video we made finally came out we we filmed a couple of them we did and uh it was a lot of fun it's, it's funny reading the comments uh where you were like oh my god uh it's for the most part see, like people liked it but you know people were saying like oh it's painful to watch them they don't know what they're doing like we do show improvement i think we get i did see a lot of comments that were like on. it's painful to watch but i love it like yeah. i saw a lot of that of people just like man they're clearly so new at this game but it's really entertaining so thank you I, to all those people who are patient with us yes <laughs> i think over the course of even that first episode you start to see that it starts to click for us and like it's starting yeah. to make sense and as the episodes continue it's like oh you know it's it's definitely a lot more we're a lot more clear on what we need to be doing and how we need to be doing it uh man, that's yeah we game. definitely really get better like i think we've we filmed three of them so far was it three um four one of them has a special guest yeah i think it's three but it's it's funny even watching the first one and see how we've gotten better since then filming the other two. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I had um, to I had to get Cameron to cut so many moments of me going, "How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I do? How do I get that?" <laughs> yeah, see, that was that was my fear about like jumping into a D and D series is that, like, especially with Ark, you've already got a lot of the audience have seen Achievement Hunter do it, so to then start again, that that's like terrifying. <laughs> yeah, and that's something that I've I've seen before that I. Every now and then I get the compel, I feel compelled to address it. Sorry, my brain is like off today. Um, I always find it interesting when, especially within the Rooster Teeth sphere, you know, there's Achievement Hunter, there's Rooster <clears throat> Teeth, there's Fun House, there's Animation, uh, like the direct groups that have their own channels and stuff like that. Of course, there's going to be some crossover, especially now that we're doing more gameplay. We're probably going to end up playing games that you guys have played because you have been playing video games for 10 years on that channel. So it's been mm -hmm. going on a long time. Uh, but to me, what's always interesting is seeing a certain group's take on a game or take on a certain type of video. And I see a lot of people being like, oh, they're just 
rehashing what Achievement Hunter has done. It's like, not really. I mean, this is a fun game that we enjoyed playing and it's our group doing it. It's like a yeah, completely I, I new experience. Watching, I love watching this, like different people do the same thing. Especially like, I will watch other people's Let's Plays of, of like, especially like single player campaigns just so I can see how other people handle certain parts. Even like down to Funhouse doing GTA heists. It was fun watching them get stuck on a bit that we didn't even realize was difficult. And yeah. then the other way around where we're like ruining ourselves and they just like breeze through. It's really interesting <laughs> watching two groups do the same thing, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. So I don't think yeah. we should be scared about a completely different group of people tackling the same content. Especially it's also, if it's been years. It's also video games. Yeah. Like, it's no offense to Achievement Hunter. They did not invent Let's Plays. They did not invent playing games on YouTube. So... While people no, might try the argument of they're just trying to be Achievement Hunter, it's like, well, first of all, people love Achievement Hunter. I don't know why we wouldn't want to do stuff that they're also doing. But the, you guys didn't invent the idea of playing video games. So I apologize if you have that feeling towards us. I'm I'm hoping that you'll check it out at least because we've had a lot of fun making it. And yeah, just give it a, give it a shot. I went back and watched, because we were talking about last week, Gus, I went back and watched the first Last of Gus video that we made in oh, yeah, like, yeah. 2014. It's it's really good. It's like really compelling. Because oh, that man. was when we were playing the shit out of it, not recording it. So we were actually all just pulling off these sneaky bips and just like blasting through the other team. It was really we were, one-sided. We, we were good at that game. I mean, we put a lot of time into that. Yeah. Man. And then for the roulettes play... That, that happened like three years later, which I also watched. We were not as good. <laughs> no, we sucked. <laughs> we were like, oh no, that was that was so disappointing. It's it's like it's also at that point, if people are still playing the multiplayer for that game like that many years later, you know that they were probably fucking really good at it. Yeah. Ah, oh, terrible. It's uh, it's it's sad when you see yourself like actually <laughs> like I remember when we when we played it the second time. I was like, I don't even remember how to play this game. Like yeah. <laughs> uh, switching between weapons and yeah, the crafting point, equipment. At one point, Ryan asks how to reload. And it's like, <laughs> oh, the skill fade. <laughs> and well, Hyman be, Buster to, wasn't there. Yeah. To be fair, the reload in that game is not intuitive. You pulled the trigger while you're not aiming down sights. Yeah. Not great. Yeah, it's, it's like shoot without looking is reload. Right. It's uh it's not 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 a common way to reload in video games. Oh, is anybody on Ghost of Tsushima yet? Has anybody started that not game? Ye not yet. Okay. I'm so curious about it. I really want to know if I should cuz I'm not again not good at video games. L enjoy them, <laughs> but very poor uh at them. Uh, I could purchase the game. Uh but I <laughs> Uh, I just want to know if, it, like, I've heard great things about the combat. I've heard, but it sounds like kind of Dark Soulsy to me. So I'm a little trepidatious about a full, because I I never buy new games. The Last of Us Two is the first new game I bought in the last eight <clears> months. <throat> so this was the next one I was thinking about purchasing. So if you guys have any, if you know anything? I've about heard it. it's good. I, I, I yeah, haven't played it myself, but I've heard a lot of people talking about it, which usually is a good indicator. Yeah, it looks beautiful. And you get to play with the sword the whole time, so I, I'm going to be happy with it. I just... Swing! I think something I've realized uh, during this quarantine period is I am very impressionable and very easily convinced to try something, just if you guys talk about it being good. Uh, last week we had Adam Kovic on, and he mentioned the show called Search Party that's on HBO Max. 
Trevor and I are already halfway through season two. You you have <laughs> you have personally mentioned it to me three times, just in passing of like, have you seen Search Party yet? Is there, have you? It's like, yeah, you. you it's because now I want to gotcha. find other people who've watched yeah, it because I already yeah. texted Adam. I've already exhausted my resources of people who <laughs> watched that show. Search Party is your Perry Mason. <laughs> it's it's so good. Uh, yeah, I I did the same with Factoria when I just played that for two weeks oh. straight and then never touched it again because oh, Gus was talking about it. Guess what? Gavin, what I, pl I played my first multiplayer Factorio game today. Uh, we were, <laughs> I, I guess some people were, were filming earlier today and John and I wanted to film a, a video game. Let's play. And we were like, oh, let's try out Factorio multiplayer. You so did we it with John? It I did it with John Reisinger. We filmed Mother it. What the f <laughs> <laughs> With John Reisinger? Instead yeah. of me? Son of a... The delay! The delay! <laughs> reach really fast, the button. I love, I would love people listening to this podcast or watching it later on YouTube being like, oh, they're bleeping the podcast now. <laughs> nah, we already got that Let's Plays where I'm just bleeping myself and just, everyone's like, what the heck? And the editor also, has to write, that's not me doing <laughs> You looking for the button is my favorite part of that. Son yeah, I'm like of reaching. a... There it is. Great. <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> I'll be honest, I'm like, uh... Nine out of ten uh, podcast mad, and like three out of ten really mad that I was not involved in this. Let's do it. I would be oh, offended yeah, if I were you. Let's do it just like how we watched Crystal Palace play. Oh my god! That day. Are you living? Are you living in the past? Or are we going to talk about yes, something fun we past, can do? It's it's. I've sat on my ass for a hundred straight days. All I can do is live in the past, guys. <laughs> Gavin, I All have. Right, let's play Factorio. I have something fun that might cheer you up that I wanted to ask you about. Uh, so you know Love Island. Obviously, you and I have talked about it on the podcast many times and both watch it. Yep. So, are you still watching I'm on it? Series, I'm on season four. I've watched season four. By the way, let me, say, let me say this. You didn't watch one and two, right? I did not. There's so much better. There's so much better than three and four. One and two, they don't, they don't cut away when people start shagging. You like see them like plowing each other under the covers. You hear the, like, oh. the smacking sounds and people, it's like pornographic. Three and four, they just, they just like, oh, oh, someone will say the next day, oh, yeah, we had a little last night. And it's like, ooh, yeah. they don't show shit. That's true. What happened? And they switched the villa. Well, I'm yeah, they switched the villa, I think, in four, right? Well, no. one and two were the same villa, three and four were the same villa. Well, something that Trevor and I like to do. So, you know, whenever you start a new <clears throat> episode of Love Island, they show like a recap. And then the announcer guy comes on Ian, and goes. Ian Sterling. Ian goes, tonight. <laughs> Without laughing. But we always try to guess what kind of tonight he's going to deliver. <laughs> I feel like they're just always sinister now. They're always it's, like, it's like having shot the moon tonight. tonight. <laughs> but sometimes it's a little more mischievous, like tonight or yeah. tonight. You never uh, know. You never know what you're going to so get. What, what one are you watching now? We, oh, done? So I think we jumped to the most, the newest <clears throat> season, I think, which is season six, but we watched like two or three episodes and then we haven't watched since. So maybe we'll jump back to one and two, just so I've, we're on uh, the same page. I feel like the more I watch, the more sad I am that Caroline Flack is dead. Yeah, dude. Such a it's bummer. It's like, I can't believe it, like watching it, that that happened. I, I, yeah, I, I told Trevor when we were watching one of the seasons, I was like, you know, she, she died in, I think it was February of this year or 
yeah, I think it was this year, maybe last year. Um, but it's crazy to see her just doing her thing, just normal, and just know that she's, you know, not with us anymore. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was February. You're right. February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never know what's going on with people. Be be good. Be nice to people. Yeah, I feel like the just the end of Last of Us. That that was like a it was a nice message to be like, make the most of the people who you've got around you, like while they're around. And that that was Absolutely. like one of the messages I took from that game. So I was like, yeah, we really should all do that. And that's what is kind of frustrating about you know being stuck in one place at the moment. Yeah. But oh well, we'll get through well, it. Especially we? not to kind of bring a more of a downer to the podcast, but <clears throat> last week there was two huge uh, deaths in the uh, entertainment industry. It was um, Grant Imahara from Mythbusters. Oh yeah. Passed yeah. away of a brain. Was it a brain aneurysm? It's an aneurysm, I believe. Yeah. And then uh, Naya Rivera. Sorry, for some reason I, I blanked on her last name. Uh, you might know her from Glee. She also um, died, I guess. In oh a, right, a yeah. Boating accident with her. Her she was on a, a boat Damn. with her child, and then I they found the child alone and then searched for her for a couple days and found her her body in the water but it's just it rocks you to think like people around your age if not younger could just it's done without any sort of like health issues or warning it's just gone uh and it really kind of makes you think what really matters in life and to really like live every day <clears throat> The fullest you can because my god life is short and it could be really short if you're not careful or just without with against your control Randomly. Yeah. yeah i mean yeah an aneurysm scary i think uh grant Yamahara was 49 which is you know not that much older than me and you know you just think like you could think you're fine and then just out of the blue something happens like that just totally out of your out of your control yeah um i i'm i met him once at one of the events that we did uh we spend a, a, some time talking, so it's, it's. I mean, it's it's just weird. Like it's someone that, uh, you know, I had seen on TV for so long. Someone I, I respected, someone that I'd met and had a you know a couple of conversations with in the past, and now to know just like, that's it. He's just gone. Through yeah, no fault I think of his own. I think like a Reddit AMA put us in touch with each other to the point where we were emailing about potentially working because because uh, as I mentioned a lot, like MythBuster is probably the biggest inspiration for slimmer guys. Mm-hmm. And um. He was working on White Rabbit projects at the time, so I like that was the reason why we couldn't immediately work together. And then I guess we just never did. And now it's like, holy shit, that's like stuff like that. It's like you, ever we all need to like do, <laughs> we all need to do things, and like it's just sad when people just suddenly vanish. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, I never really did that thing with them that I should have, or I never told them this. Right, I, you always I, think I you felt, have time. Yeah, like I felt like I wasn't saying a bunch of stuff that I wanted to say to him over email because it's like, oh, just tell him in person when I meet him. And it's like, can't do that now. And that's just super sad. I think it's, it's yeah. stuff it so like nice. that. I, and it's crazy to see so many people we know in this industry who knew him or were touched by him. It's crazy the impact he had on like so many people. Like, yeah, I oh think my God, like every single person who said anything about him was just about like how he was, phenomenal he was. He was great. Yeah. 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 Um, but I guess like it's, it's stuff like that when that happens, that makes me really think like, 
why do people spend so much time in their life just being <clears throat> cruel or just being terrible to other people or terrible to anybody in this world or trying to make their life harder and it's like it's so fucking short why why waste that why not just focus on your happiness and your own life and making the best of it rather than trying to bring someone else down it's just insane to me that that is yeah. such a i, I think it's, yeah, just, it's, it's easier said than done though isn't it because some of the meanest and cruelest people are the unhappiest people typically true yeah it's but true. it's like especially with everything going on right now you know you think that it's a time to maybe like reflect on that and reevaluate you know your life and the things that you're doing because i mean we're living through <laughs> weird times you know it's like well maybe you know when this is all said and done maybe i should spend more time hanging out with people you know maybe i should uh you know seize those opportunities while i can i feel like it's all been taken away now i'm fucking stuck in my house for the most part unless i run into drew at the fucking liquor store <laughs> hey. <laughs> but i mean the the good thing is uh, not the good thing is but the on the one maybe okay thing about this is that we're all in it together we're all experiencing this together it's not like you are home by yourself while everyone else is out experiencing life it's it's this is life right now at least for people taking this seriously or there is no there is no fomo you know. like even even when i see people like oh you're at the beach no no gross. i don't want to i don't want to go to the beach gross <laughs> get out of my face no fomo I, I, I think that was a big problem for me before the pandemic was i was like oh everybody's doing all this cool stuff why am i not doing all this cool stuff and i wasn't reflecting on what i was actually doing was cool or the people i had in my life were important and now it's now that pandemics happen it's like oh i do have a lot of resources and people and things to do like um that's been really pot like honestly there's been a lot of positivity just from knowing like having people reach out and just be like hey i haven't talked to you in a little bit like let's hang out let's talk on the phone for a while i talked to somebody the other day i hadn't talked to in like five years just like wow. rang her up the other day and was just like hey what's up i need i need some advice on some stuff and she was like oh cool i was really afraid to talk to people who i haven't talked to in a long time but this is great and so hopefully you know if, okay. if you it's a, excuse for it yeah it's exactly. a great time to reach out to people you haven't spoken to in a while yeah, they're I've not done that a few times they're not doing anything yeah <laughs> like, no one's you know no one's really super busy right yeah. now so it's like it's good I've, I've had some good chats with people i haven't spoken to since i left england it's oh that's nice my uh my family does a weekly uh call like a zoom call with everybody and I've missed I've missed a couple of them because it's that it's always so the same like your family. It's also it's not just like me, my parents, and my brothers. It's like my entire extended family. So it's like my cousins and my aunts and uncles. So how um, do you get away with not going to them because you're not busy? Well, assume it's at the weekend. I am, and I am not because while the weekends I used to actually relax, like I don't necessarily want to be in front of right. a webcam talking. Like it's yeah. not. Yeah. So that, that's what I screening. That's what I've dealt with where it's like everyone knows I'm not busy, but talking to a bunch of people at once or talking to family just, for hours, that's not relaxing. Yeah. So you yeah, don't have just to tell, say like <laughs> yeah. just tell them you uninstall Skype from your computer. <laughs> <laughs> we use Zoom, Gus. Zoom. <laughs> no, I don't mean to say that you're not busy, you know, work wise, because I can I know that you and Trevor are both utterly annihilated with Rooster Teeth work, but in terms of, you know, our conventions and stuff is what I meant. Right. I mean, we have been doing a couple online conventions. I think I actually am doing one next Sunday. Um, but 
yeah, it's just, it's constant. And when your work is literally this, like this is, I sit in front of this computer and I talk in this microphone every day without fail. Uh, to have to do that on the weekend too is sometimes a little too much. Even if it's not being recorded, it's not a performance, It's but it's still talking and interacting and being like on screen. Well, here, here's what you do. Two birds with one stone. Combine your next family the, Zoom call with the Rooster Teeth podcast. The Dunkelman podcast. At the same time. Yeah. Hello, a Dunkelman family. Uh, yes, I, things in Austin yeah. are not great. I wish I could come back to Canada. I miss you guys. I love you. Uh, wow, look how big those kids are getting. <laughs> hey, hey Eric, Eric, can you get this done? Can we get a, a Dunkelmania <laughs> podcast next week? Yeah, I'll see what I can do. I mean, we'll see if they're too busy or not for their daughter, but I'll, I'll, I'll put a few <laughs> I'm not, I still talk to my parents during the week. It's just the extended family. I don't necessarily uh, call in every single time. But some, did you uninstall uh, Skype, Gus? Yeah, I did. It worked fine. Uh, I did not mess up my call at all. I okay. see in chat, Coffee Break is asking if the uninstall went smoothly. It did. So you can, it didn't even ask me to reboot, which makes me think that it's still wow. in my fucking computer. <laughs> <laughs> just hiding behind another application. Yeah. Like, you didn't see me. Great. The great thing though about those calls is that, I mean, obviously it's great getting to see my family and catch up and talk to them, but a lot of my aunts and uncles and cousins are doctors. So it's Hell it's yeah. great to get their take on what's going on with COVID and everything like that too. So it's a, it's, it's a double win, double double bonus. Hey Eric, can we get a, a graphic made for the, for the Dunkelman family chat? Yeah, I'll definitely get a graphic made for that. Thanks, Eric. Someone who was it? Some, someone in chat uh, who's Hodgelet said we call it the dunk tank. <laughs> oh man, we have too many good names for that. We can't, we have to do this now. There's the too many tank. good names. We, we 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 need unique graphics packages for every name. Okay. <laughs> Intros, outros, chirons, lower thirds, crawls. What's a All chiron? Yeah, yeah, it's that? chiron. I always thought it was a chiron. I thought it's the like, so, like the little bug that comes up from the bottom. Boom. Oh, okay. Fair it's play. a Chiron. Yeah. Uh, Didn't know that. <clears throat> when you work in the entertainment field for 17 years, you learn a few things. <laughs> I thought it was just uh, <laughs> I just thought it was a small room with a bunch of green teleports. Oh, nice. A good one. I got you. This is with a Y, not an I. Oh, okay. Chiron. Uh, do the dumb version. What's the dumb version of that joke? Oh, it's a Halo map. Oh. Xbox. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> 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 all right well it's uh it's about time to wrap this up we got to get done because uh funhouse about to come on the air here at 6 30. uh so i want to thank everyone for watching want to as always thanks to the first members for supporting us enabling us to do what we do uh if you're not a first member you go to roosterteeth.com you can get a free trial check it out and uh you can watch a bunch of exclusive first content you get a little star by your name that way i, I see you in chat uh all right thanks for watching everybody oh, that, oh my god oh it's the bread cat yeah we took we replaced this cone with bread that's the cutest thing of all time. All right. I love that. Um, okay. Well, we have to go. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. I, I want to put that cat. Bye. 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 Wear your masks.